Welcome to the House of God podcast presented by the Collective Choir on Eau Claire Hometown Media. We'll share sermons to help you get to know a different Chippewa Valley church each week and to keep you up to date with the Collective Choir. I'm Shane Spencer, and here's your host, Zachariah Putney. Well, 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 welcome back. Episode 6 of the House of God podcast. And last week, we had a Lutheran church. This week, we have a Catholic church. Because why not? We are united in the body of Christ. These are divided times. It can be scary how, how divided we are. But we look to Jesus to unite us. Jesus says in John 17, I have given them the glory you gave me so that they may be one as we are one. I am in them and you are in me. May they experience such a perfect unity that the world will know that you sent me and that you love them as much as you love me. So we have already shared and will continue to share more sermons that may not agree with your perspective. There may be a different understanding of the scriptures and the word than than you have or I have. Um, and I encourage you to lean into that. Listen to your brothers and sisters See why they believe what they believe and and lean into it. Hear them out. That being said, this isn't a controversial homily by any means. Father James from St. Olaf's Catholic Church has graciously accepted our invitation to be to have their church featured on the show this week. Please enjoy the Holy Family Mass from St. Olaf's Catholic Church. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Dear friends, within this octave of Easter, we conclude with the Feast of the Holy Family. And as we reflect upon Joseph, Mary, and Jesus, we see that faith is first experienced not in a church, it's not our teaching, but in the domestic church of the family, and it is the home which is to be the first encounter with the gospel. And logically, as we've reflected upon Christmas last week, of that image of Mary, Jesus, and Joseph in, in the manger in the cave, we can see it makes sense. First the family, then the parish, then our community, then our world. So that we can understand what it means to be a family of faith let us prepare our hearts in this Christmas season to call to mind our sins and ask God for his love and forgiveness. You came to heal the contrite of heart, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. You came to call sinners, Christ have mercy. seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Oh 
shining example of the Holy Family, graciously grant that we may imitate them and practicing the virtues of family life in the bonds of charity and so in the joy of your house, delight one day in the eternal rewards through our Lord Jesus Christ your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. A reading from the book of Sirach. God sets a father in honor over his children, a mother's authority he confirms over her sons. 
Whoever honors his father atones for sins and preserves himself from them. When he prays, he is heard. He stores up riches who reveres his mother. Whoever honors his father is gladdened by children and when he prays, is heard. Whoever reveres his father will live a long life. He who obeys his father brings comfort to his mother. My son, take care of your father when he is old. Grieve him not as long as he lives. Even if his mind fail, be considerate of him. Revile him not all the days of his life. Kindness to a father will not be forgotten. Firmly planted against the debt of your sins, a house raised in justice to you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Salvation by 
A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Colossians. Brothers and sisters, put on as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, heartfelt compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If one has a grievance against another, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you must also do. And over all these put on love, that is, the bond of perfection. And let the peace of Christ control your hearts, the peace into which you were also called in one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in, your, in you richly as in all wisdom you teach and admonish one another, singing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, with gratitude in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or in deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Of the Lord. Thanks be to God. According to the law of Moses, the parents of Jesus took him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, just as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord, and to offer the sacrifice of a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons, in accordance with the dictate in the law of the Lord. Now, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout awaiting the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Christ of the Lord. He came in the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to perform the custom of the law in regard to him, he took him into his arms and blessed God, saying, Now, Master, you may let your servant go in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of your peoples, a light to reveal you to the Gentiles, and glory for your people Israel. The child's father and mother were amazed 
and what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and the rise of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be contradicted. And you yourself, a sword will pierce so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. There was also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel in the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years, having, listened, having lived seven years, seven years with her husband after her marriage, and then as a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped night and day with fasting and prayer. And coming forward at that very time, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were awaiting the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had fulfilled all the prescriptions of the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. What is family life? One of the things that I always get a kick out of as a priest, and I miss during this national pandemic, is invitations to people's homes. And especially when you have a family with kids of all different age stages. For me, it's a lot of fun because I get to watch the, the parents squirm. What do I mean? I've come to realize when people invite father over, there must be some preparation conversations that occur before I arrive to the tune of, now whatever you don't do, kids, don't embarrass your parents in front of the priest. Because through the whole dinner, I can see, you know, the little crack here that creates the snicker there. And dad gives the <clears throat> or odd noises that suddenly emerge that bring a little bit of a <clears throat> from the kids and the mother's face turns absolute red. And in that moment, I get a kick out of it because I know the parents are thinking, what does father think of our family? <laughs> I'll tell you what I think of your family right now. <laughs> welcome to having a normal, healthy family. <laughs> and welcome to the reality that when I'm in those situations, it never offends, it never makes me feel awkward. Maybe makes me want to go like this every once in a while. <laughs> but it's family life. Family life is messy. But family life is also beautiful. Because amid that unique reality of a different kind of relationship, a different kind of comfort that we find, we can be ourselves. Sometimes I hear both husband and wives say to me, Father, I don't understand it. You know, I'm, I'm calm and patient throughout my entire day at work. And then I get home and I'm just a tyrant. 
I'm frustrated. I'm just, I yell and I just, I'm embarrassed. And now I start with saying, let's take that, rewind that. What happens when you get home? You can finally relax because you're in safety. You can let the guard down. You can find that sense of transparency in your home that you can't find at your place of work or throughout the different areas of, the, uh, of your day that you're going through. Now, do we have to be careful not to be too relaxed and actually hurt the people we love? Absolutely so. But let's affirm first and foremost the gift that home is, that you feel comfortable and at peace. Now, how can we also bring that peace to the other members of the household, too? Family life is messy, but it's also beautiful. Mary, Joseph, and Jesus. Did they have a pristine start to their family life? They, they know. As I shared at Christmas, they would have been rejected, seen with suspicion. I have a gut feeling that not too many of the, the, the priests and Levites of the temple would have even accepted an invitation over to Jesus, or, uh, Joseph and Mary's household. And they knew it. Um, they would have been seen in much suspicion. But was there joy? Absolutely. Was there love? You bet. And within the stress that they found, did they find the love that bound them as a family and helped them raise Jesus to be Messiah? You bet. Family life is messy. Their family life was messy. Your family life is messy. My family life is messy. I won't go into any stories, Mom and Dad. I promise. I know you're watching, Mom. You watch every mess about four times. I understand. But is there love? You bet. Is there that realization that love is found within the imperfections of family? Absolutely. Then we get to the dinner table. Oh, do I love the dinner table. You know, again, I'm so touched because families go out of their way just to, they want to make everything just pristine and beautiful and perfect. They don't have to. It's never an expectation I have. But I can tell, my goodness, they worked so hard. And then my next thought is, oh, this poor family, it's going to be a rough night for mom and dad. <laughs> and suddenly the food falls on the floor or the glass falls and breaks and the plate. And we wanted a perfect night with father. Get over it. There's no such thing as a perfect night with father. <laughs> That's not a realistic expectation. But again, in that spirit of letting the guard down, being comfortable, being authentic, being real with one another. That is what I see when I go to see families. It always happens. And for you too as families, to find that authenticity, that comfort, that freedom in the Lord, to find peace. Last image of family with that dinner table, of course, is the Last Supper. Was that a perfect, pristine, everything was in place dinner? Heck no. Judas is sitting there thinking, okay, how do I sneak out of here and betray Jesus? 
Peter is jealous of John because John's got the seat of honor, but John's the youngest, so he shouldn't have the seat of honor. So it's all about pecking order for Peter. It was far from a perfect meal. But was there love? You bet. Him who is Jesus Christ was at the center of that meal. And that, to me, my dear friends, whether we're talking about the domestic church, whether we're talking about the parish of St. Olaf, whether we're talking about the Eau Claire community, whether we're talking about the, the world, within the imperfections, the messiness of our family life, do we have the vulnerability to let Christ be the central guest at every meal, at home, in this space, and in our world? Or do we feel like we have to put up the face, put up the guard, and try to have our sense of family and life be divorced from Christ? I want to thank every one of you for being wonderful families of faith. I want to thank all of you for inspiring me to be a better priest for all of you. Don't worry about the imperfections of your family, but allow the love of Christ to be at the center of your family, for I wish Christ to be at the center of this family and let us together on this feast of the Holy Family let Christ be the center of our world. The sermon will resume after a testimony from the Collective Choir. Hi friends. I found this booklet a few years ago. I got this booklet on the night that I gave my life to the Lord Jesus Christ. It was June 1996. And it was Billy Graham's last crusade in Minneapolis at the Metrodome. When Billy Graham spoke the word, the word of God came alive in me and I said, yes, Lord. Fast forward about a year and a half ago, I went on my first international missions trip to the Dominican Republic. There I met a missionary named Wayne. Wayne did AV for the mission and he would put a microphone in our hands and we would go out and we would preach and teach and love the people. And it was a real stepping stone for me. Well, later Wayne shared with me that he had worked for Billy Graham for many years. And indeed, he was at the 1996 crusade where I had given my life to the Lord Jesus. I was overwhelmed with the love of God. I said, Lord, did the man who put a microphone in Billy Graham's hand just put one in mine? God is so good. You see, we all have the same seed. We are all born of the incorruptible seed of the word of God. It's good seed and the Lord wants it to bear fruit in our lives. You know, being part of the collective choir is a lot like this story. You know, there's so many things in the natural that I can use to disqualify myself. I'm not the best singer. I'm not the best speaker. Yet I was worth sending the same man who put a microphone in Billy Graham's hand to put one in mine. You see, it's not really about us. It's not about Billy Graham. It's not about me. It's about the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord is not looking for super dupers. He's looking for his children to trust him and be willing to step out and say, yes, Lord. God takes care of his family. He did with Mary, Joseph, and Jesus. And he still does today. Listen for that voice. And say yes to him when he when he leads you. I'll now return you to St. Olaf's Catholic Church with Father James. Dear friends,
confidence in the love and mercy that Christ has shown us, let us now profess the faith that we share. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things remain. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary, and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and life to the world to come. Amen. Dear friends, confidence and love and mercy of Jesus Christ in our lives, let us, now call to, let us offer to the Lord our prayers and petitions. For the church, that we treat our sisters and brothers with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience as we strive to build God's kingdom throughout the entire human family. We pray. Lord, Lord hear our prayer. For leaders of nations, that they may respect the bond of individual families, as well as foster the unity of the human family across the nations and cultures, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For healing and hope for parents who have lost a child, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. That members of this community may reach out to those without immediate family and offer their love and time and give witness to the bond we share in Christ. We pray. Lord, hear our prayer. In gratitude for the gift of the forthcoming treatments for COVID-19 and patience during this time of transition, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For our deceased loved ones, may they find eternal peace and joy in God's kingdom. For the requests in our book of intentions, and especially at this Mass, for our parishioners and guests, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. Merciful Father, send us your spirit. Enkindle in our hearts the fire of your love. In that fire, perfect us in our imperfections. Make our families places of safety and holiness, even when at times they are far from perfect in your sight. And allow the family to be our place of safety, our place with you, our place with Christ. Accept these prayers and grant them to be your will through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.
means that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May, may the Lord accept, accept the sacrifice at your hands. For the praise and glory of his name, for our good and good all his holy church. We offer you, Lord, the sacrifice of conciliation, humbly asking that, through the intercession of the Virgin Mother of God and St. Joseph, you may establish our families firmly in your grace and your peace, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with, with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift, lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For through, <coughs> for through him, the holy exchange that restored our life has shone forth today in splendor. When our frailty is assumed by your word, not only does human mortality receive unending honor, but by this wondrous union, we too are made eternal. And so, in company with the angels, the choirs of angels, we praise you, and with joy we proclaim. so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice once more, giving thanks, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. mystery of faith when, when we eat this bread and drink this cup we proclaim 
Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. For those of you at home who are unable to receive communion at this time, we will offer a prayer of spiritual communion, which will scroll up across your screen at this time. Together, my Jesus, I believe you are present in the most blessed sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you with all my heart. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, I ask you to come spiritually into my heart and unite myself to you completely. Do not let me separate from you. Amen. Our communion song is Like a Child Rests. sacrament, most merciful Lord, to initiate constantly the example of the Holy Family, 
so that after the trials of this world we may share their company forever through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. Thanks to Father James and St. Olaf Catholic Church for sharing their Mass with us, the Feast of the Holy Family. You can find them on Monroe Street in Eau Claire or at stolafparish.org. Of course, please check out the Collective Choir at, on Facebook at collectivechoir.org. Um, on Spotify, we have some wonderful music and playlists you can listen to us on. And thank you so much for tuning in again. We will have Landmark Christian Church next week with a sermon on living in victory. God bless. Thanks for listening to the House of God podcast presented by the Collective Choir on Eau Claire Hometown Media. To find out more about the Collective Choir or the church you heard about in this podcast, please follow us on Facebook or visit www.collectivechoir.org.